You're listening to the Frio 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 Music Podcast. To the Frio Music Podcast. You are listening to Frio Music. Welcome back to another episode of the Frio Music Podcast. In this episode, I sit down with Kelvin Chikumbarike, who is a Zimbabwean artist. He was touring the United States on uh, attending a Zimfest in Oregon. I met him in Colorado along his travels and tour through the U.S. So I'm very grateful that we crossed paths and I could not pass up this opportunity to chat with Kelvin about his music. We ended up recording his first ever song here in the United States. So I am thrilled to bring to you this episode. You'll hear some original, never-before-heard music. So stay tuned. My name is Kelvin Chikumbirike. I am from Zimbabwe. I'm a 29-year-old man, musician, teacher, performer, and yeah. Nice. And were you born in Zimbabwe? Yes, I was born and bred in Zimbabwe, Harare. In Harare. Yes. Okay. And you still live there, correct? I still live there, but for the meantime, I'm, st- I'm, I'm on a musical tour here in the United States of America. Right. And what sparked the tour in America? Well, um, I came here to teach Mbira and Marimba at Zimfest. Uh, so, yeah, they called me to, to deliver some lessons, and, and now I'm now... Uh, doing the uh, the lessons and also the workshops and the lecture demonstrations for the mbira and the marimba instrument, washo, and also the drum. And and what is, you said Zimfest? Yes, Zimfest. Where is that? Oh, in C- Oregon. It happens oh, Oregon. in Oregon, yes. Okay. It's a, it's a, I, I think it's a, yearly, uh, it's, a, it's a yearly thing that happens uh, in Oregon, there, at the University of Oregon. Okay, in Eugene. Eugene. Okay. Yeah. And were, have you been there yet, or is yes, that your I, next stop? Yes, I, I, I've been there. I've been there from uh, the eighth until the eleventh, I think. Yeah. Great. So you were in Oregon, and this is your first time in the USA. This is my first time in the USA. This is actually this is my first international trip, and yeah, it happens to be in the USA. It's good. Amazing. And so how did Zimfest contact you to get you across the seas? Well, I applied and they looked through my profile and they just accepted me and they sent me an invitation letter and I came. Nice. Uh, and, and they just, they found you, how did they find you? Well, uh, my, face, uh, my social media, my Facebook page, they went through all that, and as you apply, you 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 give them somewhere to look for. Uh, so they went to my YouTube channel, and yes. Um, and so you've got some videos on YouTube. I've got some playing. videos on YouTube. Yes, um, also on Twitter. I'm also on on Facebook. I'm also on. Yeah. Um, was it nerve-wracking getting that call or getting that invitation saying, come to America to play music? Were you excited? Were you nervous? Uh, How'd it go? I was so excited. You know, it has always been my prayer that I get invited to uh, international uh, platforms and festivals, you know, to show my talent and uh, to, uh, to, to share uh, the music, the Zimbabwean music, our culture, and our tradition as well. Nice. All right, let's 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 go back to your early childhood. What is your first musical memory? Well, my first musical memory, it was uh, when I was six. Uh, my brother took me to, to, to uh, actually he gave me a chance to play the ngoma in church, oh, the okay. drum. And it was my first time. And, you know, I just took the drum Oh, everyone loved it. Everyone loved it, and it was oh. And from that day on, I continued to come to church and to play the drum. Yeah. So yeah, when I was almost six years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And your brother is older. 
yeah, I was older by then. I was uh, almost around 21 or something. Okay. Yes. And he's been playing music for a while? Yeah, he, he only used to play drums in church, not music as such, but drums in church, you know? Okay. Yeah, I used to go to Anglican church back in Zimbabwe. Nice. And so that got you excited to go to church again because you got to play again? Yes, I'm excited. I go to church now. In church, uh, I'm, I'm going to a different church, but I play uh, acoustic drums. Nice. Yes. So when did you pick up the other instruments? Well, it was only uh, in 2016. Okay. That is about um, a few years ago. It was not so long ago, but yeah. I, 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 when I took my first instrument was the mbira, and I pushed so, my, so hard uh, to make sure that I reached my goal. I knew where I was going. Yes, I had a vision uh, of where I was going. Mm. And how did you get your hands on your first Mbira? Well, I had, um, I, I had gone to school uh, to further my education as a teacher at Belvedere Technical Teachers College. That's when I picked up this instrument. I loved it and I, I saw a great, great vision. I saw a lot of traveling. I saw a lot of popularity. I, lot, I saw a lot of fame in this instrument and it's starting to show up now. See, I've traveled to, from Zimbabwe to, to, to United States of America, which is, to me, is the beginning of the international um, traveling. And, yeah. and what were you in school to teach when you were training? Oh, I was training to teach science. Science? Yes, biology and physics to high school students. Okay. Yes. That but sounds it, like it, a, it, a difficult task. Yeah, it's a difficult task, but it turned out that... Well, it it was just um, uh, making me to come to my to my to the realization of my real talent. That is the, the music part, marimba and uh, the mbira uh, instrument. When you were when you were learning in church, I guess initially uh, playing the drums, was there anybody who taught you? Well, um, it's like rhythms my, or patterns. My, my mother used to play in goma. My um, almost all my family uh, yes, um, members they play in goma, so it's a thing that I I used to just watch them do, and we try them together, and it just like it was it was kind of running into the in our blood. Yeah, yeah, so to say. Yes, and once you decided that music was your path, uh, were there any any uh, influences? that kind of helped you come to that realization? Definitely. I would love to mention uh, one teacher, my first teacher of the instrument, uh, Teacher Mzawazi. Uh, he's the one who really inspires me. Uh, like he used to do, he works with uh, people living with disabilities. That's is the blind, people who are blind. The, he teaches them how to play the mbira. Uh, so yeah, it really inspired me. And that's why today I'm even working with people living with disabilities because I am inspired by my first teacher, Teacher Mzawaz. And did uh, that teacher bring you in? And, and I know that you are working with an organization as well uh, that helps people with disabilities play music and express themselves. Well, uh, not really, but uh, that's where I got all the inspiration. Uh, after I got really inspired... I had to start uh, a, 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 my own organization in which I help uh, the people living with disability, the vulnerable that lives in the street, the homeless, to in um, teaching them how to make these instruments and also how to play so that they can um, have a life, they can have a realization. Also, it works as um, a rehabilitation, especially for the kids that lives in the street, they start to think normally after playing this instrument. Uh, and also people living with disability is also helping me uh, in uh, my advocacy, uh, the uh, things that I'm doing. Because once they see people with disability playing the instrument, recording, and being um, called for some gigs, it means that everyone uh, will get to realize that these are just people. They are as normal as as any anyone else 
so they can be re-engaged into the community because there is that um, mentality that these people cannot do what other people can can do. These people are just, um, sorry to say, but these people are just rejects. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this, there's that belief that these are just rejects uh, meant to be, to be just fed and not to, to work for themselves. But I'm advocating for those kind of people, to for people to change their mentality, to change how they see their uh, the people living with disability. So it's actually, um, I believe that disability is not inability. They can also be great musician. They can be also be famous poets. They can be great artists. They can be, yes, they can be everything that they want to be in life. Very well said. So why was it that you chose music, you know, to advocate for the disabled and to bring awareness and respect for this community? Why do you think music is the tool? Well, music is something that is understood by almost everyone. Music is what connects the people even to the spiritual world. So it means that um, uh, music can make people understand better. Musicians are almost the, the mouthpiece of the, of the people. So music is the best thing that I can use. Actually, to say uh, I can broaden it up not just music alone, but the art as a whole, because we also teach art, how to draw, how to make some beads, how to, how to come, out, or come up with, with something from nothing, how to make, uh, like, um, uh, just to design, come up with some uh, funky, funky designs. Uh, yes, something like that. So that song to actually say is art speaks louder than anything else. that speaks better. It communicates better to the spirit of the people. It communicates better to the minds of the people, to the body, to the soul. So that's why music, especially traditional instruments like these, they are also associated with our culture. So in our culture, in our Zimbabwean culture, we respect every human being. So per se, it is very important. That's why I choose um, music to go... um, um, the way of advocacy. And tell me about music in your family or your community. You know, what does music mean? In, well, because we, we come from different parts of the world, so I'm just curious. Well, okay. Um, in my family, music is something that um, unites us. Actually, in our culture, in our Zimbabwean culture, music uh, played a great role, even from the great, great ancestors. During the war, music would help to give um, more strength and more motivation to the uh, people who were fighting uh, in the war. Music can be used to motivate even uh, people who are playing sports. Our national team, when it is playing, we can sing for them. So music is very is part uh, uh, of our culture. It's very important to us, and also music was used to communicate uh, between uh, us and our ancestors. So it's very important uh, when you sing, especially the instrument that I I play. There is a great connection between the spirituality of a human being and the uh, ancestors with these musical instruments. So. I might be using the wrong terms here, but in a way, is it able to connect you to the spiritual world? 
definitely, definitely, that's a yes on that one. And do you feel that uh, it brings you closer or can you communicate? It brings you closer. You can even communicate with your ancestors using this instrument. And this particular it's, one, and you're pointing at the mbira. Yes, this is the mbira and also the marimba. Like uh, during, um, uh, at the, uh, down uh, before, the mbira was used to, it was the instrument that was used during the, the ceremonies for communication with the ancestors called biras in Shona, where people could go and worship uh, their ancestors before the coming in of uh, many, many, many different uh, religions from different parts of the world. We used to worship God through using this instrument to worship. That was the instrument that was played so that people could get connected to their spirit, to their roots. And so are you a religious man? I am a truly religious man, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm not that um, too deep, 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 deep. But yeah, I understand the, 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 some areas of religion. I really understand and I've got um, a, 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 a way I understand things, which might not uh, seem to be uh, good for everyone, but I've got my own way of understanding things. I know the importance of my ancestors. I know the importance of um, uh, the great, great, uh, those who passed away. I believe they have got a role that they play in my life. Because that's my, they are, those are my roots. A tree cannot bloom without their roots. So I certainly believe that they play a role. Right. And I also believe in God. I know God is there. And I definitely respect that. He's the creator. He's the author and finisher of everything. And so going from you know, ancestors towards the future, do you think music has the potential to impact the future? Definitely. Music uh, is, uh, can I say, is an unchanged tool that no man can change. It's, music is the, is, is the kind of, it's, it's part and parcel of uh, the, the human. Humanity, music is, is part and parcel of the humanity. You cannot separate humanity with music. Music is the one that brings the trends. The way we think, it comes from music. The way we dress, it comes from music. The way we perceive things, it comes from music. And as I said before, the musicians are the mouthpiece of the people. And people, uh, they are more influential. Uh, uh, to the people. They influence the way the people think, the way the people see things, and the way the people um, move with their life. So music shall forever be there and shall influence the, fu the future, shall influence uh, the culture, even the world uh, trends. As you know, the world is becoming a global village. People will start to speak with one voice through music. Amazing. Thank you. You said it you said it very eloquently. Thank you so much. So tell me about a major event or turning point in your life that you had to overcome and how you overcame it. Well, a turning point in my life. Um yeah, that's a good question. Oh, my a turning point in my life was um when I get to touch the first mbira. Uh, it really changed my life, the way I see things, the way I see people. So, yeah, it was almost, yeah, like getting the mbira. It opened a lot of opportunities for me, for my family. Uh, you know, I have been, you know, it was like, uh, it, it, it made me to, to be covered by the newspapers back in Zimbabwe. I was written in a popular newspaper called The Herald, which was something that, not even myself was expecting. I have gone for radio interviews on almost all the channels in Zimbabwe. I have been covered by the Zimbabwe Broadcasting Corporation, which is the, our national television, which is, if I was not playing Bira, I don't know 
what else could I have done to make sure that I get all those uh, media houses to come and follow me and uh, ask for an interview for me? Also, I used to play soccer, but then um, I, the opportunities were quite limited. So when I tend to this, I'm seeing an open heaven. I'm seeing an open heaven, and I think just getting to play and to know this instrument it has been a, a life-changing moment. I have seen life-changing from the way I think, from even the way I, I feel about people. This instrument has really, yeah, rejuvenated my, my, my desire to live more, uh, to live longer. You know, when you don't have really something that is uh, clear, if there's no light at the end of the tunnel, you tend to be just weak, you know, you, 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 you won't be focused. You'll be just um, doing what we call in Zimbabwe, chinduendao. Chinduendao, it means I'm just doing things just for the sake of doing things. So with this instrument, I'm not doing chinduendao. I now have got a vision. I now know that, yeah, a, a lot of people shall have new ideas through this instrument, through this music that I play. So the Mbira was a turning point for you. Definitely. But what other instruments do you play? Well, I'm a cultural man. I play a lot of African instruments. Uh, the list is quite um, <laughs> endless per se. Okay, let me do this. I play um, mbira. I play marimba. I play washo. I play drums. Um, jembe. I also play acoustic drums and currently I was, um, yeah, I can say I'm playing an acoustic guitar. Yeah, but a lot of percussion instruments, even the instruments that I have not seen, I know I can play instruments from some other part of the African community. Yeah, I, 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 I think I can play those ones. I've been exposed to, to um, the um, Kora, and yeah, I liked it. I think I can play that one. Yes, as well. Nice. And that's not to mention your voice and all the shakers that you love to play. Yeah, definitely. Shakers. I think I'm a master of shakers. Uh, yeah, I've mastered the art of playing washo. So yeah, I, I love them. And do you enjoy the challenge of picking up a new instrument? Or do you see it as a challenge? Well, I don't see it as a challenge. I see it as more exposure and getting to know a lot of stuff. Because on the instrument, on each particular instrument, it carries a history. It carries a, 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 a certain understanding with it. So when you, when you get to, I don't just pick up an instrument and start playing it. I have to understand the history. Why was it? Who created that instrument? Why? Did that instrument came up. So it's good for me, you know, to, it's, it's a learning process. Each time I get to, because I get to understand even the history of its origins. I get to understand the people that played it, how they played it, why they played it. So yes, I love uh, getting into new instruments, especially traditional instruments. And how do you dig up the history behind the instruments? Well, I, word of mouth, I usually ask, uh, people, and I can also go on Google and try to find out the origins of the of of particular instrument that I'll be playing. I don't want just like to play an instrument for the sake of playing. I have to understand the the myths behind that instrument. I have to understand uh, why, where is it played? Like there are some instruments which are yeah yeah particular about uh, where they are played. For example, I can talk of um, um, the mbira. It's, it's, the, it's, it carries a lot of history. So, yeah. Can, can you give myself and the listeners a short version of that history? Just like condensed into a couple well, minutes. Well, um, uh, the, the, the particular type of mbira that I play, it came from Mozambique in Zimbabwe. It came in 18, uh, 1963 by a person called Jack Tapera. And it initially it had 13 keys, but now it has been improved to 15 keys. 
and uh, uh, people have set it as a standard for 15 keys. But yes, I've played, uh, the Mbira makers have made even a 19 key Mbira. So yes, um, this is the history of the, of the Nyunga Nyunga Mbira. That's how it came in Zimbabwe, and it was started to be played at a college called Kwanongoma College in Blawayo. So does any other culture besides Zimbabwe call to you musically? Are there particular cultures that you hear a song on the radio or a song online and you just have to know where it is from? Or who's playing it? Who's making the coolest music other than fellow Zimbabweans? I love to listen to a lot of African music, especially West Africa. The drumming, yes, and um, uh, recently I get exposed to the uh, Brazilian type of music, which is a cool cap- capoeira, where they dance, where they yeah. I'm getting to dig further on 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 that kind of music. Yeah, I want to, yeah, but I really love the uh, uh, West African kind of drumming, the way they drum the JMB and everything, the way they dance, uh, yeah, I love it. So to say, I can say, yes, I, I'm, I'm so motivated to learn other people's culture through music. This is just kind of an open-ended question, but what is music? Music is the communication that comes from the instruments, from the voices, from the sounds that are made by a people as they try to express their selves. This is what I take as music. The communication. Yeah, because music communicates to the body, to the heart, to the soul. And tell me about uh, your organization. How can people learn more about it? And well, where can they find and perhaps support you? So we are on Facebook. We are on um um, Twitter, we are we are also on uh, WhatsApp and um, um, what do you call that the the the, the Instagram Instagram or? yes yeah. thank you thank you for that we are on Instagram we we are free to 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 engage with anyone who who, who wants to to help us who wants to know more about the instruments who want to know more about um. Uh, uh, disability because we deal with people living with disability who wants to know more or about um, how uh, Zimbabwe uh, is doing it when it comes to uh, uh, um, uh, to uh, what we call disability issues we are still lagging behind or I, we are lagging behind uh, as I came here I saw um, a lot of differences a, there's still a huge gap. We still have got a lot of things to learn and implement, especially from here, United States of America, like um, the, integrating the people with disability is something that is not yet common in Zimbabwe. Here you see the buses, they've got ramps. Here you see the, the, the signs all over, disability signs. There's parking, specific parking for dis- disabled people. I've seen uh, every building has got some um, uh, uh, ways, uh, elevator to make sure that people living with disability can also get access. There's inclusivity here and accessibility to everything. In shops you see uh, every just uh, it's just almost perfect. They are really integrated. So this is what I'm advocating for back in my country. This is what I would want to see in the next three, four, five years. I would want to see buses with ramps. I would want to see offices where 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 where, where people can just access. I'd love to see stages. Which are designed specifically for people living with disabilities, people with wheelchairs. They need to get onto the stage. Yeah, I've seen a um, 
uh, a, a lot of uh, people living with disability um, dancing. They attend gigs. They come to 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 to, to listen to music. They, it's it's just like it's normal, but back in my country is still um, a, a thorn in the flesh. These people are still seen as you know. There's not that great understanding as yet, but we are pushing one step after the other, one step after the other. And my coming to here, to here was more of an eye opener. So yeah, I would love to thank um, uh, whoever is behind um, uh, the policies, uh, especially the disability people. Thank you for remembering them here. And I'll um, make sure that when I go back to Zimbabwe, I'll make an impact. Um, and my message to even the all um, African people or all the world, disability is not inability. Create a platform uh, that is good for these guys and you see them uh, prospering. So yes, we are there. We are uh, advocating for people living with disability. We also need your help. We are open. We need people who come in financially with ideas, with materials, and we can help grow the disability community to a big community that is well-recognized and well-respected. Great. And when you arrived in America, obviously it's a very different country. Um, was there any anything else that really stuck out to you other than the accessibility um, f for the culture? Well, um, yes, a, a lot. I'm still astonished. Uh, the people here, I, I have not met, a, uh, I've, I've just met, I think I'm just, I, I, I don't know if it's me, but I'm meeting good people always, people who are willing to help. The first time I went to, to New York, I had to get into about, get down and up into about six trains, but there was this old man who just offered himself to say, no, I will help you to go where you, to reach your destination. So I, I'm meeting nice people here. I'm meeting uh, a lot of nice people, a lot of uh, just good people. Uh, that's... One thing that is really amazing, people who are willing to help, uh, people who, 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 who are just, who cares about humanity, who does not really uh, look at people and say that this is just a thing. It's people who really have got heart. This is what I really amaze me. You know, in Zimbabwe, in Zimbabwe yeah, um, if you meet a stranger, you treat him as a stranger. But here, if you meet a stranger, I have not been treated as a stranger. Uh, personally, I'm talking on a personal ground. Mm -hmm. I have not been treated as a stranger by anyone. It looks like everyone is just accommodative. That's one particular thing I like, um, which really astonishes me. And a lot of new things. Uh, the technology here, yeah, it's, it's like a cut above the rest. I've not seen a... Uh, there are a lot of machines that I've not seen. Um, their transport system is just perfect. Um, the buses, they are on time. Uh, everything is, looks like it's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's well managed. Um, uh, you see the roads are perfect. They are worked on. There are no a lot of potholes. And yeah, I have not seen um, yeah anything that I can say this a lot of recycling uh, that goes on. It is a culture here. Everyone has been taught how to recycle things. They've got different beans, compost, um, recycle bean. Um, um, landfill. Uh, then landfill. So this is something that is amazing. It's, it's something that is amazing. And I would love to say yet so for all the Americans for um, making sure that the, 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 the climate is protected is conserved well we're you know i don't think we're the best example in the world we're certainly using as per person we're using much more resources than many other places in the world so i'm so glad that you've been treated so well and and you know thankful that you've had that experience but i think a lot of people in america like to complain and some people would not see 
things with the same eyes. <laughs> of course, yeah, definitely. And and definitely. so I'm I'm glad that you're taking in the positives. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. And you know, uh, based on the differences between home and and here, like what what should people who've never been to Zimbabwe know? Like what should uh, what would you like to explain about oh, yeah. home to somebody who's never been? Well, to say, one thing that I would love to say is, Americans, you are blessed. You are blessed to be living in a country where there is electricity every day from, tw I mean, 24-7. You are blessed to be living in a country where uh, uh, food is just um, accessible to everyone. You are blessed to live where there is tap water and hot water per se that comes in your tap. Um, in the most, um, especially to speak about Zimbabwe, you know, things have not been really good to say we do not have electricity. Like we can have electricity for just about eight hours in a day and they come in the evening. Um, water oh, is something that we cannot really talk of, especially in my area that I live. There's no running water, tap water, um, and, you know, just just basic things are getting bad now. They are becoming very expensive. You can't afford a decent meal. Worse off, um, a, 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 a better life, like to to have, if to, to, to be, you know, I, I, I want to say you are blessed. I wouldn't want to go much into that because I'll end up crying uh, because of what I see here. You have got shops which you have got a lot you have got a lot of choice to choose from if it is bread you've got a lot of bread to choose from if it is um food you have got a lot of choice to choose from but some of us it's becoming difficult even to have a, a decent meal back there in zimbabwe but so i say that's why i said you are blessed you must thank god for what you you have and expose yourself to some countries. Do not be just like enclosed to the American circles. Go to Africa and see what other people are doing it. Go on YouTube and check other countries how they are doing it. It's also good for you. You learn to appreciate what you have. Yeah, but I, yeah, yeah, I, I really feel you are blessed, guys. You've got a good country which you need to conserve, which you need to just keep as, to guard, you know. Yeah, that's all I can say uh, about the difference between us and home. This is like um, a palace, you know. You are coming from a very, um, uh, should I say, a very low, 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 and you jump into a palace. This is like the best description that I can give from Zimbabwe and the and the Americans. You are blessed. But I hope, I certainly hope and pray that uh, things will change for the next generations uh, so that they will see uh, the good of about life. Yes, because right now, mm, it's it's painful. It It will make me want to cry. But... I wouldn't want to cry in an interview. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man. So, yeah, things are not well. Um, uh, whoop. Hi, I, I, I don't know who I can pin whoop to except for God. On God, I know God is, he makes everything possible. So, yes, there is whoop. And it's amazing that you, your story and where you're from and you're now sitting in America, uh, playing music and sharing and spreading uh, your message. So how, how are you able to do it? And how could somebody else, uh, an aspiring musician, maybe somewhere in Africa, how could they make it? How do they get to the next level? How do they expand um, internationally? How did um, you do it? To, to say the least, uh, if you continue to work hard and work yet as well, 
Because working hard is something else and working head is something else. Working head? Yes. So is that like saying uh, working think, on your mind? Yes. You have also to, to think and you have a vision. As a person, where do you want to go? What kind of uh, a, a, a message are you singing for the people? People do not just accept everything. Yeah, people are particular about what they, they listen to. So whenever you're doing your music, it has got to, to be appealing, especially to, 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 the, uh, uh, to, to people. So, you know, uh, it's difficult, you know, because uh, there are generational gaps, the young, the adults, the working class. So you have to really uh, make sure that you, 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 you try by all means to make music which is appealing to almost every generation. That's, uh, that's, I think that's one secret. Then also use your social media. The world has gone uh, a, a global village. So you can be the best, but if you are not on Facebook, how are people going to, not, not, to, to notice you? If you are not on Twitter, then it means we will not know about you. Upload your videos on YouTube so that you get popularity. There is no way that you make it internationally if you are not on social media. No one will know you. So you have to just expose yourself, work on your, on your marketing, work on your social media. Yeah, and uh, it will come. And also I believe in God's time. God has got time. I had really wanted to come here. I tried to, 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 to organize some international trip but nothing was come out, coming out. But when it's God's time, it's just pa, not even a problem. And I'm hoping to go back and make a, an impact and to deliver what I have learned here, what I have seen here. It's a lot. I'm packed and ready to deliver back in Zimbabwe and especially in my community. So I will start in my community and it will grow to all parts of Zimbabwe. Great. And what do you attribute your break or getting noticed uh, to for the ZimFest in Oregon? Uh, you said YouTube. Uh, YouTube and uh, particularly Facebook. Okay. Yeah, Facebook and yeah, I and think. How did you get in the newspapers in Zimbabwe? Yes, it was also Facebook. You see, it was also Facebook and uh, going for events. Uh, sometimes you, you can go to an event, play for free, and you get noticed there. So sometimes you start small. Play, go to those uh, events. Local. Ask for a local events. Ask for a permission just to play even one, two, three songs. You never know who is watching. Yeah, you don't have to be always like, I want to get paid uh, for a gig. Sometimes play for free so that you get exposed. You know, you don't need to always be paid, at least at first. You need to get noticed. That's true. And then you need the self-respect and self-worth to ask to be paid because you deserve to be paid. But to get your foot in the door, that's a phrase that we use in America, get oh, your yeah. foot in the door, mm -hmm. uh, you need to be noticed. And sometimes you need to work hard for free to get noticed. That's true. So tell me about some of the gigs that, that were influential or like a, a turning point? Right. Um, I played for at Haifa 2017. That's when I met this uh, other friend of mine who is Polish. She plays violin. Uh, that's also, uh, I met a journalist there uh, who loved my, uh, my art. I also met a friend who taught me how to use the email how to carbon copy, how to blind carbon copy, how to search for, for a, a campus co contact. Because if you want to apply for a festival, you've got to go to the campus and, uh, profile and apply. So he taught me everything, how to search for the contacts for the press person, how to, to send emails and how to write a proper email. So yes, I, 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 Haifa 2017 was quite a... A, a very important thing. Then also, um, uh, there's Miombo Magic 2019. Recently, I met a guy who really helped me 
uh, to buy my ticket to come to uh, the United States of America. Uh, so, yes, I was just doing some marimba workshop and that guy just, um, I, I taught his, his children and he just, we connected. And he helped me in buying the tickets for coming to America. So sometimes you have to humble yourself, do what is right. And I sold my marimba because I make marimba. Uh, I met this, the, the person that taught me to make marimba, I met him at a, uh, it was a festival. He was selling these marimbas and I bought one from him. And then I fell in love with marimba till he taught me how to make. So it's a matter of sometimes going to free gigs. If you don't meet your, 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 your money, you meet an influential person, a person with ideas, a person who will help you to know more. So it's very important. Well, you seem like a sponge. Like uh, you absorb information and you're always learning. I am always learning. I want to learn new things. That's my secret. I want to learn new things almost every day. What are some links that people should check out for your personal music? I know we, we talked about your organization, but are there any other links or profiles or emails that you'd like to share with anybody? Okay. Well, to begin with, I'm on WhatsApp, which is very reliable when it comes to my country, Zimbabwe, because, you know, sometimes uh, it's hard to get wi uh, free Wi-Fi or just Wi-Fi. It's very expensive. So I'm on WhatsApp, which is very cheap. Uh, my phone number is plus 263-734-598204. I'll repeat it again. Plus two six three seven three four five nine eight two zero four. That's my WhatsApp number. So you can always have a video call, a WhatsApp chat. And I'm also on YouTube. And who do you want to call you? Sorry? Who who would you like to call you? Because most people don't give out their phone number. Well, everyone who is willing to get uh, information about my organization, everyone who is willing to support, everyone who is willing to get free advice on how to make it as an international artist. Everyone who, who, who wants to, to share ideas with me, I'm free. I'm an open-minded man. Very generous. Yes. Wherever okay. you are, I'm, 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 I'm ready to work with anyone who, who, who feels um, the, the, the way I see things is good. Who feels that uh, disability, uh, people living with disability matters. Anyone who feels that traditional uh, instruments matters, they can call me and we can chat. Also, I'm on email. My email is kelvinchikumbirike at gmail.com. I will spell the Kelvin and the chikumbirike for people so that they can uh, really understand. Kelvin is in the uh, degrees, temperature Celsius. That's K-E-L-V-I-N. Chikumbirike, C-H-I-K-U-M-B-I-R-I. Ke at gmail.com. Then I'm on YouTube again, SK of Inchkumbrike. We are I'm on Instagram, SK of Inchkumbrike, Twitter, at Shkumbrike 900 at Shkumbrike 900 Then also I'm on Facebook, SK of Inchkumbrike, ZGM, or Zim Gwenyambira. Um, yes, that's my social handles. Great. And, and we will link to everything on our website and on the podcast. So, if you're listening out there, feel free to check out freeomusic.com and search for this interview, and we will definitely have all of the links uh, available for you in one place. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to uh, to be interviewed by you. Um, um, I feel so honored and so humbled. I want to thank everyone who is listening from wherever you're listening uh, from, and I would love to... Uh, say you are you are welcome to support me as I go back to Zimbabwe and make an impact. I'm willing uh, to get your support. I'm willing to be supported by everyone and to work together as we see a bright, brighter future of Zimbabwe, brighter future of people living with disability. Right. And final question is for you. 
if you want it. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners? Uh, the listeners, I would love to say that disability is not inability. Uh, do not look down upon anyone. Uh, whether disabled, whether blind, or anything, every person, every human being deserves the best. If you can offer the best, give the best. And God will do the rest. So thank you so much, listeners, for taking your time to listen to me, Kelvin Chukumbirike, a musician, a performer, a teacher from Zimbabwe. Thank you for listening to the Frio Music Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, consider donating to our patron program. You can learn more about our patron program at friomusic.com forward slash support. Even $1 a month can help us pay the bills and create more quality content for you. If you enjoyed what you heard or gained any tiny nuggets of wisdom from the show, please leave a comment and rating on your preferred podcast platform. Please take a minute to rate the podcast now. Your ratings really do make a huge impact on search results and can help other people find the show and the music that we feature. If you really love the podcast and don't want to miss an episode, you can subscribe to be notified when new episodes are released by visiting friomusic.com forward slash P. Or if you really want to type it all out, friomusic.com forward slash podcast. That's F-R-E-I-O-M-U-S-I-C dot com forward slash P. If you know somebody who might enjoy the content of this podcast, please share it with them. Your contributions and support make this podcast possible. Until next time, stay tuned. Free your music, free your music, free your music, free your music. You are listening to free your